this is going to be a quick episode. <laughs> I, uh, I'm i solo tonight. I'm, I went over the State of the Union, and I wasn't even going to do an intro either. But uh, then I caught some video of the State of the Union, some more, and, it, and uh, someone said to me, and it kind of made me realize <laughs> no one was wearing a mask. Not, not one single person. And one of my favorite trolls on uh, Twitter, uh, Michael Malice, uh, well, he, I mean, he's not just a troll on Twitter. He actually makes content and a uh, pretty smart guy. And uh, he basically said to Putin cured COVID. <laughs> so it seems pretty accurate, um, which is sad. All it, all it took was a war and uh, people stopped really caring. Started living their lives again. Amazing. All right, folks, don't forget to review, subscribe, share, all that good stuff. Thanks for listening. Dads Worldwide. The first word in family management, family budgeting, insurance, bills, food, vacations, research and development, homework, emails, phone calls. Last week we tried to do an oil change and ended up with a new car. Security. Doors are locked. Windows shut. House alarm is set. Fingerless gloves. Dads worldwide. Loyal listeners, possibly you. Welcome to another episode of Dads Worldwide. I am Brendan and solo tonight. And uh, yeah, just do a quick recap. Uh, last week I did plethora of randomness with John from the Basement Search. We talked about all kinds of stuff. Uh, a little bit about Rogan. Uh, talked about how John's uh, comic book company is kicking ass and taking names loving it and then uh, we went over some questions i found on facebook uh from some of the dad groups that i'm on so uh we did a live check it out it was pretty fun had a great time uh before that was the founder of children with hair loss regina villamure she's awesome and it was a great episode so much information uh and i have so many more questions from for her (laughs) from that episode uh yeah, and then, uh, geez, man, Yank from Yanked Up Podcast came on. We did a Serious Stupid Silly. Um, before that, we did a mixed bag, a bunch of stuff, hate mail. Um, man, been some fun episodes the last couple of weeks. Don't forget to check them out. Uh, oh, yeah, so I can't forget Tony G. Tony G came back on. We discussed the letter that called out Joe Rogan, which apparently everyone forgot about. Uh, no one cares, although the news keeps trying to bring it up like like people still give a shit about Joe Rogan and whatever. I, I don't know. Like They take him way too serious. Like I just want to remind everyone he is a comedian. He knows he's a comedian. He reminds other people he's a comedian. He has no intention of being... <laughs> <laughs> like the person to listen to like if you actually listen to his episodes you'd know that you'd know that uh but uh tony and i go over the the letter that uh, accuses him of misinformation and a bunch of other stuff on that episode go, so go check that those out uh that's like the last five or six episodes and uh i thought they were pretty darn good so go check them out um all right well State of the Union. I for those of you, <laughs> I guess I'm, I'm going to recap it for you. Uh, well, I'm really just going to make fun of Biden. 
I just there's no other way to put it. I'm just really just gonna make fun of him because he says, well, I mean, just like the last president, he says a lot of stupid garbage, right? So you gotta call him out. All right, let's let's uh, start off with all right, thirteen quotes to remember from President Biden's State of the Union uh, from Des. Deseret News. I don't even know what that is, but whatever. All right. Uh, on Russia. Six days ago, Russia's Vladimir Putin sought to shake the foundation of the free world, free world, thinking he could make it bend to his menacing ways, but he badly miscalculated. He thought he could roll into Ukraine and the world would roll over. Instead, he met a wall of strength he never imagined. He met the Ukrainian people. Uh, that's one quote. And then Putin may circle Kiev with tanks. But he will never again the hearts and souls of the Ukrainian people. Th All right. This is... I I'm doing a an episode with Chicken from Big Buck and Empire. Uh, we're doing an episode about this. Uh, but... So I don't want to, like, get real into it. But if you think that this is just some random, unprovoked attack by a madman, you have not been paying attention to the U.S. and the NATO foreign policy the last, like, 30 to 40 years. Which, it, it wouldn't surprise me if you don't, right? <laughs> like, what normal person would. Uh, I guess I'm not a normal person because, <laughs> so for me, I have been uh, paying attention to... Foreign policy, you know, foreign wars, all that kind of stuff, pr pretty intently for the last, I would say, five to six years at least, you know. So I've been paying attention to it. But then with that, the people that I've been listening to talk about the history of it. So, uh, yeah, this wasn't just some random attack. Putin didn't just go like, ah, now I want Ukraine back. In fact, last year, uh, the Donbass region of Ukraine voted to uh, get themselves out of Ukraine and back into Russia. It was like unanimous vote. Everyone was ready. <laughs> this region of Ukraine was breaking away. They were seceding from Ukraine. And Russia said, now nah, we're good. <laughs> so... Yeah, this wasn't random. This wasn't random. The U.S. and NATO years ago invited invited Ukraine and Georgia into NATO, and they weren't supposed to. Because if you go back 30 to 40 years ago, the U.S. government promised Russia that that wasn't going to happen. Well, they promised a lot of things, and they lied. So, uh, yeah, so... This is all being portrayed as an unprovoked attack and attack and, you know, Vladimir Putin's crazy. Well, he's probably is crazy, but but like this is just some random thing that I can't believe this happened. Like it, they said that they're trying to uh, CNN kept putting out these headlines. If you're friends with me on Facebook, I'm sure you received this, but um, that they're trying to be diplomatic and Russia is, you know, just being awful like sanctions um threatening to put missiles on you know you know russia's border you know that's being diplomatic that's trying to prevent war that's what they were trying to do prevent war 
but you know you sanction the hell out of them. Those are acts of war, dumbasses. God, they're they're just fucking awful. All right, on the economy. Uh, he said, if you travel 20 miles east of Columbus, Ohio, you'll find 1,000 empty acres of land. It won't look like much, but if you stop and look closely, you'll see a field of dreams, the ground on which America's future will be built. I, I don't even know what to say about that. That sounds fucking stupid. Okay, next. But with all the bright spots in our economy, record job growth, higher wages, too many families are still are struggling to keep up with the bills. Inflation is robbing them of the gains they might otherwise be able to feel. I get it. That's why my top priority is getting prices under control. Oh, my God. Uh, where to start with this? Okay. Uh, bright spots in our economy. Record job growth and higher wages. Okay, well, you know, for like a year, year and a half, the economy was shut down because you jack-offs decided that it was better be have people stay home. Uh, I mean... I mean I mean, it's one thing to say for like two weeks, all right, we, we we need to flatten the curve. And then all of a sudden that turned into like a year, year and a half where like there's still people not going to work because they're getting paid to stay home. I mean, and then all of a sudden your economy, you know, because they ended that money that they're giving these people. And then all of a sudden your economy jacks up, you know, record job growth and the economy actually starts booming again. Like you can't claim success on that. <laughs> I guess you can. Uh, they're doing it. Oh, my God. Uh, shut the economy down and then open it back up and then be like, look at how it's growing. Oh, my God. Uh, these people are awful. Okay. Uh, inflation is robbing them of their gains. Yeah. Yeah. No shit. I mean, like, How many people told them that if you keep printing money, inflation is going to happen? In fact, hyperinflation is going to happen. You can't just print money in perpetuity and then expect nothing to happen. This is just absolute insanity. Like, you know, printing... They, just, they keep printing money. They just keep printing. And they think... I mean, technically, it's not printing anymore. They just add, you know, numbers to a digital balance. But... But that's still technically printing money. This is what's causing inflation. Anything they else they tell you that's causing inflation, they're fucking lying to you. They're, these people are lying to you. Uh, and, and they think they can get out of inflation by not raising the interest rate and printing more money. And this is just going to make it worse. So... Sorry, I wish I could. <laughs> I wish I had like better news for you. Like, but yeah, and they were gonna raise the interest rates actually, and then Ukraine happened. Now they said they can't do it anymore. In the middle of a war, you can't do that. A war that has nothing to do with us other than the fact that we provoked it, or not we, the U.S. government provoked it. Those jackoffs. All right, um, a capitalist, but capitalism without competition is not capitalism. Exploitation and it drives up prices. I don't know what he's talking about there. Uh, okay, COVID-19. For more than two years, COVID-19 has impacted every decision in our lives and the life of the nation. Oh, maybe you, not me. And I know you're tired and frustrated and exhausted because of the progress we've made because of your resilience and the tools we've been provided by this Congress. Tonight, I can say we are moving forward safely back to more normal routines. Yeah, sure. You think the government did it. <laughs> <laughs> I 
don't even know what to say. Sure. Sure. Thanks to the progress we have made this past year, COVID-19 need no longer control our lives. I, yeah. Okay. Sure. We will continue to combat the virus as we do our other diseases. And because this is a virus that mutates and spreads, we have to stay on guard. We have lost so much to COVID-19, time with one another, and worst of all, much loss of life. Let's use this moment to reset, stop looking at COVID as a partisan dividing line, and see it for what it is, a god-awful disease. Well, a partisan dividing line. That You know, that's interesting that they say that, because there's only one side that is getting banned on social media and getting banned for making videos saying, Hey, like, I don't, I'm not sure this is working the way it's supposed to. Uh, I mean, doctors were, doctors are losing their license because they're trying to cheat, treat patients because you don't agree how they're treating them. Uh, there's only one partisan divide. It's ridiculous. This is absolutely insanity. I mean, does any, I, I mean, I, there must be people that listen to this and think like, Oh my God, he's so great. He's so great. On American unity, let's stop seeing each other as enemies and start seeing each other for who they really are, fellow Americans. Yeah, I I agree. Uh, You should stop banning people from social media for just having opinions. How about that? How about we start with that? We have fought for freedom. No, you haven't. (laughs) No, no, you haven't. (laughs) Expanded liberty. Nope. No, you didn't. Defeated totalitarian totalitarianism, I can't speak, I'm sorry, and terror. No, no you haven't. And built the strongest, freest, most prosperous nation the world has ever known. Now is the hour, our moment of responsibility, our test of resolve and conscience of history itself. This is the dumbest effing line, and I don't know why I'm all of a sudden censoring myself, but... He's a jack off. This government's, they're awful. Uh, There's nothing that they have done that has promoted freedom. In fact, they've been trying to take it away. When you will not let someone decide whether or not to get a shot in their arm in order to work, that's not promoting freedom. That's That's not expanding liberty. There's no other way around that. Uh, I am more optimistic about America today than I have been in my whole life. Good for you. (laughs) I will be happier if you you would just not be president anymore. Because the future is within our grasp. Because I know there's simply nothing beyond our capacity. Sure. Say the union is strong because you, the American people, are strong. We are stronger today than we are a year ago. And we will be stronger a year from now than we are today. All right, fat. There you go. That's my best Joe Biden. He's an awful human being. Uh, I dislike him very much. Um, Yeah. Uh, Okay, so uh, one thing that did happen that made me laugh, uh, Lauren Boebert, Republican out of Colorado, uh, heckled (laughs) Joe Biden. (laughs) Uh 
Oh, two apparently two people did it. Sorry. Uh Bai was in the middle of calling on Congress to pass legislation to help Iraq and Afghanistan war veterans suffering from exposure to toxic burn pits that were used to incinerate waste, including medical and hazardous materials and jet fuel. Okay. Okay, one. This should already be done. I mean, twenty years of the Afghanistan war, Iraq is like eighteen, right? Like isn't there a VA? Shouldn't you be helping these people? Like, this shouldn't even be, this shouldn't even have to be said. Like, that's kind of the deal you make when someone volunteers to be in the military. You, you're not a douchebag when they come back and they're hurt. <laughs> yeah, you take care of them. That's the whole deal. When they came home, many of the world's fittest and best-trained warriors were never the same. Headaches, numbness, dizziness, Biden said. A cancer that could not, that would put them in a flag-draped coffin. You put them there, Bobert shouted. I don't know if I'm saying her name right. Uh, according to reports in the House chamber, just as Biden recalled his late son, Biden, 13 of them, Bobert added in a reference to the US, 13 U.S. service members, including Staff Sergeant Taylor Hoover from Utah, who were killed during the withdrawal. Okay. Yeah, I mean, his withdrawal from Afghanistan was half-assed and awful. And they killed a bunch of kids, too. They didn't just kill U.S. soldiers. Killed a bunch of kids. So, good job. Uh, but, as always, this courteous and... Oh, yeah, the, the reason I bring up this article is because Mitt Romney found repugnant and repulsive uh, the State of the Union address involves Republicans. Uh, <laughs> he apparently... Apparently, Mitt Romney um, called the heckling of President Joe Biden by two Republican congresswomen during a State of the Union speech repulsive and repugnant. Um, yeah, Mitt Romney, you're a bitch. Like, I don't, I don't even know how to, else to say it. Um, yeah, yeah. This is the guy that couldn't get elected. Uh, so he went from Massachusetts, went to Utah, like, I, I don't know, like a milk toast Republican. I just, I don't even know, like, just a milk toast Republican. Like, which way is the wind blowing? That's the way I'll go. Uh, oh, look, I was right about Russia. Ugh, please. You said that garbage just so you get elected. Uh, let's see, whatever. Uh, shame falls on a party that would censure persons of conscience who seek truth in the face of vitriol. Honor attaches to Liz Cheney and M. Oh, Liz Cheney. You want to talk about a piece of shit. Man, I swore a lot this episode. I'm sorry. Um, all right, one more quote I wanted to go over from the wonderful Joe Biden. Uh, let's see. Sorry, I gotta find it here. Yeah. Uh, so Joe Biden was talking about the economy and how you have to. Uh, you know, you need to keep low costs, but you got it. But in order for uh, people to do that. You know, you've got to raise wages. Um, uh, he said his top priority was getting prices under control and warning employers away from reducing wages in response to inflation. Bi Bi Biden also touted his rate of job creation, noting 6.5 million jobs. Yeah, we were talking about that. 
idiot. More jobs in one year than ever before in history. Yeah, you, you kept people at home. You paid them to stay home. So stupid. Uh, Biden also turned his attention to lawmaking, urging Congress to pay, pass the Paycheck Fairness Act, Pro Act, Universal Paid Leave, and $15 minimum wage. Well, here's the note. He's like, he says, you know, you, you know, you got to get prices under control uh, and warn employers away from reducing wages in response to the inflation. Well, listen, uh, inflation's huge, which means costs are up for not just labor, but also product. Okay, well, if you want to up people's wages uh, and they're not making any more money, but yet material is costing them that much more uh, or product is costing them costing them that much more something's got to give they're gonna have to fire someone if you're gonna force them to be at 15 whatever 20 make it a hundred dollars an hour it doesn't matter if it's a hundred dollars an hour uh, they've got to account for that because guess what if your wage is a hundred dollars an hour between uh payroll taxes you know social security medicare medicaid uh all that stuff uh, yeah, that costs money. So a hundred dollars an hour, fifty. We'll say fifteen dollars an hour. You know, I'll stop being hyperbolic about it. Fifteen dollars an hour. You know, say it's twenty five thirty. Okay, so that you know that cost has to come from somewhere, and that cost is coming from the employer. Okay, well, you know, if product is more expensive, unless they're going to charge, you know, double for the cheeseburger, or you know, <laughs> that cost has to come from somewhere. They're going to have to fire people. They're going to have to cut costs somewhere. It, the, the idea that this is not like come from labor or anything like that. These people just don't. These people that have spent all their time in government have no idea how to run a business and have zero clue how it works, obviously, right? Like zero clue. Just cut costs, but raise wages. You, what? <laughs> oh, my God. All right. I think you've heard me squeal long enough. Let me know what you thought of the State of the Union. That's my opinion. Uh, I'm sure there's 8 million other things we could go over in that speech. It was over an hour long. So um, I don't think he stumbled too much, which is, I guess that's good. They probably jacked him full of like, all kinds of drugs just to keep them awake. Oh, my God. All right. You know how to get a hold of me. Brendan at that's www.com. And, uh, yeah, hit up Jim. Ask him where he's at. Send him a picture. Whatever you want. I don't care. Poodles. The sun. Whatever. <laughs> I think last week I told you to send him a dick pic. You know, whatever. Whatever. Um Jim at dadsww.com. Can't stand me? Can't stand this podcast? Hate mail at dadsww.com. Hit it up. I'm going to read it. Uh, we're actually behind on hate mail, so probably in the next couple episodes will be a hate mail episode. A fan favorite. And uh, don't forget to hit up our socials. Jump on Instagram, Facebook. Give us a like. Give us a review. Actually, hit Spotify and uh, give us a five-star review. That would be fantastic. But if you can't give a five-star, you know, just never mind that. Never mind. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> uh, all right, folks. Uh, I appreciate you very much. 
thanks for listening. Dads worldwide, loyal listeners, possibly you. you.